With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. You're listening to Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, welcome to 2024. And here we are on the third day of the Joe Hoff Show. We've survived three days into 2024. That's uh, good news. Uh, it's it's uh, my um, it's it's exceeded my expectations going into this year. I wasn't sure if the uh, whole planet was going to blow up by now or not, but it's good. that has not happened. So we are we are very lucky, and we have a lot to be grateful for. We are alive. Well, we are able to talk the truth without being thrown in jail today we still are being censored uh that's the way it is but um but um anyways uh yeah lots going on as always last night uh, we could probably just jump right into it here last night the big news across the uh, u.s maybe around the world was the epstein files were supposedly released to me it was kind of a dud i know my brother jim at gateway pundit put up that there was uh, estimates that 177 people were going to be outed ver- via when these files were released. And that hasn't been the case, uh, not at all. After last night, apparently only like 40 maybe pages or documents were released. They basically confirmed what we've known for a long time. And but there was but there was something more to it. So let so let me explain. So we knew that Bill Clinton had flown back and forth to uh, J- uh, Epstein's island. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Island called they called it on the Lolita Express was his what they called his flights his plane uh could have been could have been some 20 times we knew that we knew that back in 2016 I actually wrote about it I looked back this morning I wrote about this in 2016 as one of my reasons there were I laid out 30 reasons leading up to the 2020 or 2016 election for why uh, Hillary should not be elected president and one uh one of the reasons was because bill clinton is a i said is a rapist he uh he certainly was an accused rapist and i had this article from heavy that listed 17 william women that he had uh apparently sexually abused over his, his lifetime and uh individuals like juanita broderick who says he raped her and bit her lip etc and uh she has never been uh really that has never been fully investigated and it looks like she and she and she's been very outspoken about it so there's other women as well there's women in the white house when he was in the white house the guy just turned into kind of a kind of freaky kind of creepy and uh and then we find out that here he is hanging out with jeffrey epstein epstein of course is the pedophile who they say back uh, during the Trump terms when Bill Barr was around, so around 2018 or 19, that maybe even 20, that Jeffrey Epstein hung himself in his own jail cell. Now, I've talked to somebody who's been in that jail, says there's no way that that happened, that they didn't, the, the, the ruling was, well, we didn't have, that for some reason, the cameras were out when this event occurred. And this one guy said, there's cameras everywhere in that prison. They know exactly what happened in that cell. And it's one of the highest, uh, you know, secure facilities in the U.S. Somebody killed Jeffrey Epstein. They won't release the footage. They probably destroyed it already. But he is dead. And I remember Bill Gates afterwards saying, well, that's something like that's a good thing. Yep. And there it is. And uh, kind of totally 
pointing out that Epstein and and uh, Bill Gates were freaks. But we also knew Bill Clinton was because he was down with Epstein, flew down there on numerous flights. We knew this in 2016 that he'd flown in like 20, whatever, 21, 23 flights to and from Lolita Island. Uh, there was others that we'd identified too from flight logs at the time. And one was uh, Larry Summers, who was Clinton's Secretary of Treasury and future president of uh, Harvard University. Another individual was Sandy Berger, this guy who stuffed papers in his socks in a skiff after President uh, Clinton's uh, term in office was over. During the Bush years, he got arrested for it, got a hand slap, but he was taking classified, super classified documents that could only be looked at in a skiff and, and carrying them out with him, shoving them in his pants and socks. That individual was apparently on a flight to and from uh, Lolita Island, as well as um, Al Gore was listed as well. So it looked like the entire Clinton administration was involved. Bill Clinton was with... Uh, was with uh, young women, underage women. We know that one of them sued and or was in a case, and that's where these uh, documents are, are coming from. Anyways, apparently, what these documents showed overnight is that yes, yes, indeed, Bill Clinton had flown back and forth uh, with Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein uh, to his island numerous times. The other thing, though, that was more prominent in this release, which kind of grabbed me, is the fact that they're saying that they even asked, was Donald, did you ever see Donald Trump? No. Did you ever give Donald Trump a massage? No. Same with Alan Dershowitz. So um, these guys, and, and was Trump ever in New Mexico at Epstein's place there? No. Bill Clinton was. And uh, so what we're finding out is that what, what they've done by covering up this information isn't just to protect Bill Clinton, because we already knew he was a freak and he was going back and forth from there numerous times. What they were doing was they were allowing the story that President Trump had anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein, allowing that to just filter and and, and float in, in the uh, mainstream media as if as if Trump was as seedy and sick as Bill Clinton. None of that's been proven true. Same with the dossier from Russia that was Hillary Clinton developed and, and by the way, UK developed. And um, none of that is true. No, uh, Donald Trump, no evidence of him of wrongdoing with young women at all. No evidence of him being involved with Russia at all. And no evidence of him being with Jeffrey Epstein at all. There was a couple pictures that Epstein took with Trump and Melania Trump. But uh, we've seen that with creeps all over the place. If you've got somebody that comes up and starts showing you pictures of them with other people, I'd just say beware because some of these bad actors do that. They get their picture with, with people to offer. Then they share them with others that they are targeting to make it look like they have some credibility. That's happened to me personally by some people that have been trying to uh in in essence set me up since the 2020 election so i can tell you that's a technique that's used to offer credibility to worm your way into a, a, a non-suspecting individual that you're trying to manipulate and or maybe cause harm so that is certainly uh going on in uh in in the in the in the world today but uh so we find out Trump is innocent. Clinton's a freak, kind of, and Alan Dershowitz is innocent as well, according to the first documents that came out. Dershowitz was not there, so Dershowitz has been saying for a long time he had nothing to do with any of this. 
And now we're finding out, yeah, that's definitely the case. He's not even mentioned, at least in the documents that were released already. So there's still a lot of uh, names that apparently will be released, but I think the 177 might have been overkill. Maybe that included maids and and doctors, et cetera, people that had really maybe nothing much to do with the Jeffrey Epstein uh, perp and um, abuse of children. Uh, that that he was that he indeed was he and and I saw just Gis, Maxwell this came out on the Gateway Pundit she's claiming that isn't it wild that all these guys uh, perp against all these women and the only one thrown in jail is her saying claiming victim because she's a woman she's in jail but it's not a bad point on her part she's got that certainly has some validity guys that were with these young underage women including Clinton, who's gotten away with everything, uh, what's going on there? How come they're never uh, they're never targeted? Another, I think, big story that came out overnight, and I put this up at JoeHoff.com, is uh, a report that an individual who works in the for the Department of Justice that was overseeing the uh, FTX case, at least heavily involved, who made the decisions not who could do any investigation, prosecution of FTX in regards to campaign finance abuses, that it, which, which to me is maybe the biggest cover-up in U.S. history other than the 2020 election. These guys, I believe FTX was used as a money laundering scheme. Money be sent, for example, to Ukraine. We know that Ukraine used FTX and even invested it. It took some of the money that the U.S. had sent them and put it into FTX. We know that they embezzled millions, if not billions. We know, for example, the story is in Southern Florida that Zelensky's bought a big multi-million dollar mansion in Vero Beach, Florida. So this, uh, where's he getting the money for that? It's clearly, it was U.S. money, went over to Ukraine. He makes his, but I believe a lot of U.S. politicians made lots. There was bundling going on galore. And how easy it would be to do that if you had a cryptocurrency exchange that you were uh, manipulating. And that's what FTX was. It was cryptocurrency exchange, meaning you could buy cryptocurrency. You were thinking that they were investing that money into a choice, uh, a cryptocurrency of your choice. Instead, they were throwing this money all over the place. If you called for a withdrawal, they'd award it to you, but it became a Ponzi scheme. And the big thing is, though, that FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, or Fried, the guy that was running it, he was taking this money and he was investing it, in, in essence, or donating to mostly Democrats in large, large amounts. He was like the second largest, maybe the first largest a donor to the Democrat Party in either 21 or 22. So this is more than Soros even, and or second to Soros. He's he's in huge multi-millions of dollars were coming from FTX and Sam Bankman fried into these uh, coffers of these corrupt politicians. They say both parties, and I'm sure there's a number of people in the Republican Party that received as well, but I believe probably 95 to 99% of all the donations went to the Democrats, uh, politicians, and crooks. I would expect a lot went to George Soros, and uh, a lot went to others. That's my that's my guess. I don't have any evidence of that, but that's what I believe. You could you could buy one cryptocurrency, exchange it to another, to another, to another, eventually uh, give that to somebody else, 
have they could exchange it to two or three different currencies, cryptocurrencies, and then uh, exchange that for U.S. dollars. And you've just transferred millions, if not billions, of dollars to Ukraine and back. And God only knows where that money went and who ended up receiving it. Kind of like the Biden family, where they have these millions of dollars flowing from China, going through multiple individuals of the Biden family, eventually making it to checks being cut to Joe Biden, saying. Re, re, you know, repayment of loan, even though there's no evidence of any loan ever being in place. So that's what I think is going on. That that occurred last night. We find out that the prosecutor behind all this, who just dumped all this and ignored it and says, we're not going to look at it. This prosecutor is tied to Obama. He's tied to George Soros. He's tied to the DNC. Surprise, surprise. And he also worked for uh, Merrick Garland, the uh, Biden's attorney general. These people are so corrupt. They're, they're, they got away with millions and millions, if not billions of dollars uh, into their pockets, probably from ultimately from the U.S. taxpayer, maybe with that money that went over to the Ukraine and back, and they got away with it. And this is, uh, this is why probably the first thing that needs to be fixed when we take back our country is we need to fix our justice system because right now we have no justice and and our guest is going to be coming on next said this when she was on the show with us last if there's no justice people start taking justice into their own hands and that is exactly what's happening here in the u.s open border all sorts of uh of stuff going on it's just uh it's just a mess what's happening in the U.S. There's no law and order, uh, not when it comes to corrupt politicians, corrupt Bidens. Uh, look, Hunter Biden's been getting off. He he had enough cocaine in videos that he should have been put away for 10 years and maybe multiple videos. So that's that's the way it is. If you're if you're the if you're the Clintons or the Bidens or the Obamas. Uh, you're set free. If you're someone like Donald Trump, who's an outsider, you are under attack and you will be under attack for made up crimes and you know, total BS for the rest of your life. And that's what we're seeing today. Anyways, we're going to be back. We're going to have an international perspective today on what's going to happen in 2024. I'm really excited about this from one of our great guests who's been with us before, uh, Gaia Mariani from Italy, and I just can't wait to talk to her. She's I'm just a super fan of her. So uh, look forward to it. We'll be right back. TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. The double standard is out there. It's so obvious. It's so frustrating. Eric Holder gets held in contempt of Congress for defying a congressional subpoena. Nothing happens. Obama's DOJ didn't pursue it. Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro defy a congressional subpoena. Joe Biden's DOJ criminally prosecutes them. Criminally prosecutes them for defying a congressional subpoena. And now we've got congressional subpoenas of Hunter Biden and James Biden, the resident's brother. And guess what? Nothing's going to be done by Merrick Garland, Barack Obama, Joe Biden's DOJ. That's right. I said Barack Obama. Obama's the shadow president. He's not the one pulling the strings. He wasn't pulling the strings in his own administration. You know, Valerie Jarrett was his minder. Where is the Iranian-born Valerie Jarrett these days? Haven't seen or heard much of her. It's because the Democrats are smart. Timothy Shea on today's News Talk TNT Radio. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. 
No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. They've launched a new service called Wake Up Your Neighbours, where you can get copies delivered to the streets right around you if you don't want to do it yourself. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. Thelightpaper.co.uk It's time to switch on today's News Talk Radio. Very entertaining. Yeah. TNT. Hey, this is Joe Hoff. We are back live with one of my favorite people in the whole world uh, and literally across the world from us today in Italy. And she's been on the show before. She's a radiant angel. You can see from the picture of her today. This happened last time she dialed in as well. This light shines through her window and these rays shine on her. She looks like an angel. It's like unbelievable. So hopefully you're able to see this. It's really amazing. Yeah, there it is. God's angel, uh, Guya Mariani. Guya, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. Ciao, Joe, and Happy New Year. Yeah, thank you. Isn't that picture beautiful? My God. <laughs> It's uh, going to last a really, few minutes. I'm sorry. It's going to last a, a few minutes. The sun is setting. And... Yeah. <laughs> did that last time. Perfect timing. It's just incredible. If you can see, it's like lights are, it looks like, you know, I see this in the morning sometime. I live on, on the Atlantic coast and I'll see the uh, sun shining through the clouds. Yeah. And in the mornings, you may not see the sun, but you see these rays shining through. And for me, it's always... Uh, like a message that you know God is with us that this is this thing is much bigger than us and it's beautiful and uh so anyways here we are reminded again so yes. thank you for joining us yeah that's fantastic well, thank you for inviting me Joe I'm very happy yeah. here the first interview that I gave or received of the year so and oh um... nice nice <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, last time you were here, mm -hmm. you just really blew me away with your your thoughts and observations on, one, what's going on in this world. We talked to, to a large extent about communism, fascism, didn't say anything about Trump for 39 minutes out of 40. And then at the last minute, you say, and this is why we need Trump. We don't want communism and we don't want fascism. And there's one guy standing up against it. And it was Trump. From an international perspective, it just blew me away. So yes. what and is what are your thoughts this year? What are your thoughts about 2024 as well? So yes, and Trump that stands in the way between fascism and communism, which fascism and communism are both socialist uh, movements. So it's socialism and free world. In truth, Trump is the person who is defending, remember this, you Americans, the American Constitution, because truly he is defending the American Constitution, which is that that is in between fascism socialism. It's the only constitution of the world where the power is from bottom up, not from emperor down to serfs, okay? And this is what it is. And this year, I was just thinking about it just the other day. You know, now we're entering in 2024, and it's going to be a, a rough year, okay, because of the elections, and the American elections affect the entire world, wars, lives of people, everything. 
but what is also what we also are seeing is, for example, now we saw the Claudine Gay resignation of this DEI. We see all this insanity of uh, the transgenderism, and we have come to a point where truly people like you and me, normal people, insane people who live and uh, who have emotions, we have our rational emotions, but we're also rational people. Okay, we think it's total insanity. It's insanity that uh, they go against the Trump uh, uh, for you know, ridiculous things like the ones that the Jack Smith brings up and they think they'll go after Joe Biden for the real crimes. It's insane. And and I was thinking about how, what is irrationality. So irrationality, Joe, is something very, it's beautiful and horrible at the same time. It is uh, something that is in all, in all of us because emotions are irrational. Okay, we have a logical mind and then we have an emotional uh, uh, part of us. Okay, and emotions are beautiful, but it is also true that they say that hell is the absence of reason. And the reason is in Italian is ragione. Ragione is reason. Er, to reason is to be right. To be right is to avere ragione. So we have the right and the left. And what I was thinking about is truly right now, when you have like, what is the epitome of irrationality? Falling in love. When you're in love, you are victim of your emotions and you do irrational things. You know, uh, how many times when a person falls in love, uh, maybe uh, people tell you, no, she's not the one for the right one for you because this and you say, yes, but I can't do anything about it. You're totally victim of your emotions. And what is this? Irra irrational. You can't give a rational answer to something that is totally irrational, like love. But sometimes love, it has to be balanced. Because sometimes when emotions take too much your your life, they can become dangerous. So it is true. We need to have you know, a little bit of uh, um, color in our lives. We can't be mathematical or logical like robots all the time. We need the differences in our lives, but it has to be proport proportion, uh, you know, in the right uh, proportion. So when uh, you have uh, the rational mind, the, the majority that has to, um, how do you say, um, adapt to the minorities, that's not how nature works. That's and it becomes like a a, a love that becomes um, uh, you know assassin jealousy. Okay, when you become you're so it comes like, like an obsession, and I see this world that is like completely like drugged by by emotions by emotional um things like uh, uh, we want from the sea to the to the river these are irrational they're not based they're not grounded they you see all these people uh, um you know like the lgbtq defending the muslims this is irrational we have to love each other. We have to have our, uh, but we have to also look at reality because otherwise it comes to hurt us. It becomes a love that comes to hurt you. And it's something that is not destructive. And I was thinking right now, it feels like I am 
in a relationship with the world that is completely gone mad, that I am afraid to walk outside of my house because I'm afraid that he is there with the gun to shoot me because he's out of his mind. And I have to put an end to this. We have to go back to reality. We have to understand that the Muslims, they are a theocracy, that they cannot live in a society that puts the legal system as uh, uh, the top, because for them, it's not the legal system, the, uh, the ultimate uh, rule. You know, for them, it's their Sharia. They will never renounce their Sharia law, their, their Quran, to, uh, and they will never put that below our constitution. They will never put that below our laws, never. If you want, if you are a Muslim, I love the world, I love the Muslims, but you have to stay in a Muslim country where you put the Quran in front of the law, because in my country, there is the law in front of the religion. Then you can choose whatever religion you want. So unless you renounce and you swear that you will uh, go, you will leave your, you will uh, accept the uh, the Codice Civile, the, uh, the book of the law, okay, the, of your my country. Unless you accept that my con the constitution of my country is above your religion, you can't be here. That's the requisite. You have to accept that we have some rules. We start have to start becoming rational and less irrational, less emotional. Uh, we, we have to understand that a man is a man. He, it's not because he puts lipstick or because he took a hormone pill, because a man is different from a woman in the way he reasons. You know, when you when you have a relationship with a woman or a man and, and girls say, I don't understand guys, they are just, and men don't understand girls. They're just, you know, for them, they're like uh, aliens, right? Because we reason in different ways. We are so different. We can't say, oh, but he took hormones since puberty so he can be a girl. No, he can't be a girl. He's born a man, his muscles, his uh, bones are big. He can't compete with me. There is no competition. This is irrational. And so I hope that, but so we always have to keep, like I said, a small amount of emotions in a world that has to be, uh, like when you have to govern, you have to be more mathematical, logical, more like a man, okay? Men are engineers. <laughs> They are, I love men, you know, then, then they go against the men. Why should you go against men? I am speaking to you right now with a computer that a man invented, okay? I am in a house that a man built, and I will take a car that a man engineered, and that on a road that a man built. I'm not able to build everything. Look what men gave us, you know, us to us women, everything, okay? And we, it's true, we are their rational part because they need us. They wouldn't be able to do that because probably they compete for us. Probably they build because they want to get to the love of one woman. So we see how we complete each other, how essential we are to each other. But this loving relationship that you can see between individual and individual, there is also between society and society. I need uh, the, the Buddhist world. I need the Muslim world. I need all the world, the Jewish world. I need the, the you know, the, the Jesuits, even the Jesuits, everybody, because they inspire me. But like we say in Italy, ognuno a casa propria, each at their house. Because if you start coexisting with people who are totally opposite of you, you fight, it's inevitable. 
it's inevitable. And I say this because I have to walk around really in, here in Italy where we are totally invaded. There is an invasion by people from all over the world, but they don't love us. They have no, uh, they see our churches, our beautiful cities and towns of Italy, our art. They don't understand it. They would spit on it. They would eat, throw the McDonald's wrap on, uh, on a statue of Michelangelo. Okay. <laughs> they would do that. They don't care because they don't understand it. So what I'm, what I had uh, my observations of this new year is that right now we're entering, we're trying to play a fair game in a world that has gone completely bonkers. Uh, with you're trying to have a serious conversation with a boyfriend or a girlfriend that is uh, outside of your house waiting for you to go out with the knife because he's jealous uh, to 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 like crazy, uh, and and it's it's difficult. And you have to understand the 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 atmosphere in which we are right now, and so and also I believe that uh, for example right now they're bringing all these illegals. Uh, there there are some things that you can do, so you have to take your precautions. For example, all these illegals that come to America, that they want to get them to vote for Biden just because they're going to get a social security card. No, you have federally, you Americans, but even the rest of the world have to make a law that yes, you can come in this country, you can even get the social security card, you can even get the green card, but you have to at least demonstrate that you have lived in this country at least for two years, at least for two years. Because otherwise, you have no say in my in, in in deciding the course of the destiny of my country because you don't belong in this country. So um, other things uh, is uh, that you know the people can do in order to put some, uh, um, for example, immigration. Yes, it's good, but you have to keep a quota, like in the university. You know, you have quotas. It's like you can Harvard can accept. 2 million people, if they don't have the classrooms, if they don't have the teachers, you have to keep quotas. Immigration is good. You have to keep it below 4% of the, of the nation has to be of immigrants. Over, it becomes a mess. I mean, there's so many yeah. simple things that people have to, can do, and they don't do these things. And, yeah. um, you know, Aguya, I, uh, uh, my my opinion, you know, we've been hearing this for a long time, that yeah. uh, the reason that the left is allowing these individuals to cross our border and come in is because, well, first they try to say they're humanitarian. Well, they're obviously not. People are being raped and murdered, and it's the, the, the hell that they go through they to get here. Yeah. Cheap labor. yeah, children, children are being trafficked. Mm -hmm. We've we've seen huge facilities just for children. Yeah. They they move the children in the middle of the night, like three in the morning, where nobody's going to see them. Uh, it's just sick. The stuff that it's our government to, it's is doing. Heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. It 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 is, and it's gross. And we have laws, like you said, we have laws. We have immigration laws. But the Democrats don't care. This has been Barack Obama's. Uh, you know, mentality since he came. If I don't like your law, I'm not adhering to it, and I'm going to do what I want to do. And open borders was a big part of that. And so, and they said, then they instituted this thing. If somebody comes in the country and says that they're 
leaving a dangerous situation or whatever the word is, a refugee or whatever, all they have to do is say two words and we're going to let them in. And so they're all taught from wherever they come from. Once you get here, here's what you do. I believe the U.S., I've heard it's the military that's actually transporting these people up from Panama, et cetera. We've got Michael Yan that's coming on next week. He's been down there. He's down there right now. He said that there's hundreds of thousands of Chinese now that are crossing that border of military age. So for me, what it's become is it's not it's not about the elections. I mean, that's now even a fantasy. It's about the destruction of America. It's about bringing enough military-aged men from Iran and Venezuela and China and all these countries that hate America, bring them in, and then when you snap your fingers like on 9-11, all of a sudden, a million people or 10 million, whatever the number is, this Trojan horse that we've brought in here, it's going to set this country on fire. And that's what I worry about in 2024. I really do. This is a nightmare what Biden yes, has done to this country. They are keeping, uh, okay, in, in America, there's, there, of course, they're all, it's even open. It's not even a theory because it, when Erdogan, uh, you know, he, he they have a lot of Turks and Muslims in, uh, in, in especially Germany and that uh, area in northern that uh, area of uh, Europe. Um, he said it. I mean, clearly, he said, "Now go multiply, try make a lot of children because we have to outnumber them." And he he keeps under hostage Germany and even other European countries, and probably even now us Italians. You know, we always have good relationships with all the world. You know, people tended to like us Italians because we're we're nice. <laughs> in our constitution, we say proprio. It's in our we say l'Italia ripudia la guerra. Italy repudiates war so we are you know even when we went to world war ii we helped our war our enemies <laughs> we helped them out so we weren't we're, we didn't leave a bad mark even in our colonies in africa we had colonies in somalia eritrea and um Odio and ethiopia uh they love us over there <laughs> so not like the french okay so uh, what I'm saying is they said, uh, when you're ready, they just say intifada and they're there. They, they bomb all the cities. We are filled and they're ready because, you know, the, the Muslims, for them, for them, their law is not the law of their country, like I said. For them, it's the Quran. And they believe in the intifada, in the war against uh, the us and whoever doesn't believe in their religion. They're just ready. You know, they, they uh, are truly committed to their, plus it's a mentality, but even uh, in uh, in the DNA, they are, uh, uh, propensi, they are inclined to uh, strongly believe. In fact, that's why they need strong leaders. Plus, we're all different. I'm different from my mom. I am different from my son, from my son, from my, from, I don't have children, from my brother. Uh, and if you have three children, they're all different. With one, you have to be strict. With one, you can be, you can trust him to go out at night. With the other one, and she's not so good at uh, math and you have to help her out while the other one is a genius. We're all different and they're all brothers and sisters, right? Just imagine how different we are uh, among uh, people and ethnicities that have developed for thousands and millions of years with uh, different uh, cultures, mentalities, uh, and uh, family backgrounds, bodies, different bodies, you know, because, okay. So 
it's uh uh the the you know the islamic the arabs uh, they are really 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 uh co- you know committed there are people that i mean for them it's their instinct to be a war uh, to be a, a hero in their lives and if you give them the opportunity to be the warriors that they are strongly you know they have their hormones they are ready they just have to do like this go and we have all the intifada doing the war in our borders that's all there and yes they want to destroy the fabric and the cultures of our western society um and um and who i mean and also i mean let's let's talk about like the practical things who we all know for example the most famous and obvious one soros okay so soros is financing all these things right so why isn't he in jail for uh, t- uh, financing terrorism we all know he finances antifa black lives matter we know there i mean oh soros founded this oh soros founded this uh, funded this uh, judge uh, that uh, accepts all the illegals in america you know we all know it's him so wh- why is he why nobody knocks at his door excuse me sir it, it, but yeah. we we have the guts to go and say to Iran, oh, you're financing uh, terrorism. Why don't you go to a guy? Because he's rich. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Sorry. You know, you're, it's that's you no, know, that's such a great question. There's so much fear of this guy, fear of being sued, fear. whatever fear. it might be. This guy but is a monster. Bill even yeah. Bill Gates. Even Bill Gates, he, he wants to, he went to Sweden to say, can I obscure the skies? So sorry, Mr. Bill Gates. Okay, that you're rich. And my compliments, good for you. Okay, you had a nice career, very good. But why should you, because you're rich, have to uh, send, you know, spray the our skies to obscure the sun rays. That is not going to affect only me, but even the bees, the cows, the all the trees of the earth. Why should you do that? And why should people allow them him? Why should even people listen to him? So this is why I'm saying I live in an irrational world because in a rational world, people laugh at his face. What did you want to do? Ha ha ha! Go home. This yeah. is what normal yeah, who are people. You? Yeah. I, I... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. It's it, it was no. You're right. I mean, it's like during uh, COVID, Bill Gates decided that he was the expert what? on COVID, yeah. on vaccines. You're like, and who people, is this guy? We'll give him a who platform. In a normal world, I don't even give you the microphone. I a maximum. The maximum I could do is call an ambulance to send him out to the psychiatric department of the criminal division of my town, because that's what you have to do when somebody says something like that. You don't give him a microphone and you you interview him like, aha, you really want to do that. I mean, you're crazy to, to even listen to such absurdities. It's crazy that people yeah. even... Uh, uh, so aren't we living in an absurd world where uh, the rational is ruling right now? Where we are, okay, we are, because in a more normal world, girls uh, would be competing with girls. And what, for example, I don't know if it's only me, probably yes, because I realize that the majority of the people aren't independent thinkers. They're not. 
they, they lack of courage for some reason, and I have no idea why. But if I were an athlete in a volleyball, in a swim competition, and there is a guy who wants to compete with us 10 girls, I would get my other nine girls and I would say, okay, if you're going to get this guy to compete, we are not competing. We go home. You know who wins? The majority. Because nature, like I started during the video, nature works by the majority. Try The mainstream, like you, you see the river, then the little streams walk in. It's the little, it's the minority that has to adapt in the majority of the society. It's not the majority that has to adapt to all the little streams. We accept all the little streams they have there, but they have to adapt to our society. What is this thing that all these transgenders go around acting in a way that is extremely offensive, ex obscene? In Italy, you are for obscene acts in public areas, you are arrested. You can't go and do the gay pride and do those horrible manifestations of sex in public because it offends me. Because in a society, there are rules. This is why we dress, to respect not only ourselves, but to respect the person in front of you. When I go to, when I used to go to have lunch at my grandmother, I would always be perfect. Every Sunday would be perfect because I respect my grandmother. So it's a matter of respect. Why do you wear? Uh, why don't we go in uh, with flip flops uh, and in bathing suit at the uh, in Congress, and we wear a suit and a jacket? Because we respect the institution. It's a matter of respect. We have rules in our society because we have to compromise with our uh, with ourselves in order to live in an orderly fashion with the people around us because we need each other. So some things are not acceptable. And it's not a matter of being a bigot. It's a matter of being, uh, of understanding how the hu humanity, the human society manages to uh, work, to function in an orderly, productive, proficient, and, uh, you know, and, and, and positive way. We cannot function properly if we have to uh, uh, allow, try, allow, um, be, be tolerant. What does tolerant mean? Tolerant means that you have to, you don't like it, but you have to tolerate it. That's what tolerance is. So I don't have to tolerate. If something is not, uh, if something is uh, totally, uh, unacceptable like for example men uh, a boy racing uh, you know uh, doing weightlifting uh, competition against a woman that's not being tolerant towards a, a guy who is that's being intolerant that's being unfair towards the majority and the nature it's it's abuse offensive <laughs> And why abuse. do I have to abuse or allow a man to go in the b bathrooms of a girl Okay, oh, it's grotesque. It's disgusting. It's, you're so it's right. Me. But just this week, it came out that the U.S. Uh, Boxing Federation was going to allow men to fight in, in women boxers, which I think is kind of gross in the first place. I don't enjoy watching two women beat each other up. I, it, for mm -hmm. me, that's just kind of taboo. Maybe I'm old school or whatever. But now they're going to let men do it. There was a video I saw yesterday. Some no-name boxer gets in a ring with this girl who's apparently one of the greatest <laughs> women's boxers ever. He knocks her out in like three seconds. <laughs> one yeah. second. And they're trying to say, 
what you know <laughs> what are we doing it's insanity it's so gross i tell you what guy we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be back to talk about the insanity but also more so the the sanity and how we're going to make it through this 2024 okay. so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with Luya mariani i'm cal fire battalion chief isaac sanchez and normally we like to provide you with tips on how to keep yourselves and your family safe during wildfires but given the historic impacts that the weather has had on our state this year we would like to provide you with tips on how to keep yourself safe during extreme weather. If you reside in an area susceptible to flooding, please take the necessary steps to prepare to evacuate if advised. Make sure you've identified at least two exit routes out of your neighborhood as one of them may be blocked or flooded. As the weather develops, remember to check in on vulnerable neighbors and family members. They may need additional time to prepare for evacuation. And just like during a wildfire, if you feel unsafe, please evacuate. You don't have to wait for the order to come. Keep an emergency go bag ready in case you need to evacuate. And always remember to plan for the safety of your pets as well. If you must leave, never drive around roadblocks. It can take as little as 12 inches of water to sweep your vehicle away. And always remember the mantra, turn around, don't drown. Be aware of first responders working in highly impacted areas, especially on the roads. For additional safety tips and updates on CAL FIRE activities, follow us on social media or visit fire.ca.gov. The challenges our planet's animals are facing sometimes feel a bit heavy. The animals haven't eaten in a day, two days. They haven't drank anything. They're cold, they're dehydrated. As soon as we started our descent, everywhere I could see was mud. Just absolutely mud. The country has been long for drought so long. It was like a tinderbox waiting to go up. Okay, very heavy. Each of us wants to be part of the solution. And we can be. Remember that there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into your unit, and we have all four of your cats. So, uh... Uh, okay. And around the world. For any animal in any disaster. So let's focus on that, right? Be part of the solution. One rescue at a time. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's Joe Hoft. We are back on the Joe Hoft Show. Had my uh, uh, techie behind the scenes say, Joe, go a little right, maybe a little left, a little right. Always trying to get it right. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. You Anyways, look it's, these guys. Me. Yeah, thank you. These guys are so great. They're so nice. They do a great job. And all of them, from my producer, Kim, to the owners, Mike, and and all the uh, all the people here on the team are just great. So uh, again, it's an it's an honor to have you. Yeah, so so awesome. So tell us what's going to happen here in 2024. We know that uh, we were talking during the break about being subjects, yeah. slaves uh, to the uh, to the uh, masters, and that's what's going on in the U.S. They've got this elections thing down. I tell you what. Let me just tell you this. I started a group of some really smart people and uh they just kind of i started it i didn't know what i was doing i was hoping somebody else would i decided well somebody's got to do this didn't know if i was qualified to do this or not you know but let's get together yeah thank you and let's get together and figure out what we need to do to save the 2024 election we started last year and all of a sudden a few people from wisconsin and a few people from maybe michigan then we get people from Rhode Island and California and Virginia 
and Florida. And across the country now, we've got a, this group of professionals. And some, some are, one's a surgeon, one's an, a, a, an emergency room doctor. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of financial controllers, an auditor, a CFO, another controller. We've got international executives. We've got uh, engineers. We've got a guy who owns a plumbing agency. All these professionals, okay. and, and it's magical. It's, it's a miracle. And what we we want to do is here's here's I'll just tell you what, what I thought. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do what we did 20 years ago when I was in the corporate world. What we had to do when this legislation came in place called Sovereign Soxley. So, anyways, we're going to map the entire election process. We're going to mm-hmm. flow chart it out, and then we're going to identify what are the key controls and which ones are missing, and then try to determine how many of these we can get in place before the next election, so that we could perhaps have a, a, a chance. At a mm-hmm. fair and transparent election. We call our group FATE, F-A-T-E. Mm-hmm. Our goal was to have this mapped out by the end of this year, by the end of 2023. Four, four weeks ago, I was like, my God, we've got a lot of work to do. All of a sudden, miraculously, people joined the group, incredible skill sets. We've got it all. We've got it all mapped out. And this Fantastic. is how things are working in God's world. And we're going to, our next steps to, now, we got to really start digging into these areas that are broken. And quite frankly, everything's broken. Everything's broken. It's, so a, we gotta... it's a humongous work and uh, operation, the one that you're, uh, because the United States of America are so big, and especially because you're divided into different states with the different laws. And so it's a very, it's not like you have one court, you have 50 courts, okay? And so you have to have 50 cases and 50 litigations. Yeah. And so it's um, it's it's a humongous. Uh, the, pro- the the thing is that it's urgent because the elections are behind the door. Yeah. And um, yeah. you know, first, the th- there are some uh, things that I believe that should uh, some general rules that I think should um, should be taken into account. First of all, cheating. So it seems like in America, uh, the winner is the best cheater, not the best candidate. So what one one should do? Cheating is not acceptable. We were talking about this once on over the phone, you and I, Joe. Um, cheating is not acceptable. Uh, if you figure out if there is a cheating, either by the Democrats or the Republicans, that election there has to be called off, and it has to be redone. So it's not convenient to cheat. Not for the Democrats. Not for the Republicans. If you, it's not like, uh, oh, um, you have to make some rules that makes it inconvenient, actually totally uh, out of goal, self-goal, you know, um, self-defeating, to cheat. You have to make rules that if you cheat, you, it doesn't, it's not going to make any difference. First of all, so for example, like I say, Oh, there has been cheating in this county and there has been cheating in this uh, polling station. The people have to go back and do the elections again. Off. I don't care who cheated. I don't care if it's one vote. I don't care if it's if the organizers cheated one vote or a hundred votes. It's cheating. Stop. We redo it. Period. So it's not convenient for you to cheat. Either Democrat or Republican. It's not convenient. So you better do it straight because you have to redo it. 
And we're going to be watching with uh, the whole police, with all the people of the town watching. Okay? First of all. Secondly, I believe, who told you, Americans, that you have to use the machines? The doctor. Did the doctor prescribe you the electronic machines? If there is even the slightest doubt that there is, they can be compromised. You don't have to show me how, if possible, there is a doubt. We have to take them out. I don't even care to go into the details of how one can uh, redo the ballot, how you can recount it one time, three times, if there is a hacking from China. I don't care. There is the possibility. Basta. Throw them out. Why do you insist on keeping today keep dating this man the machines that is that is totally uh, not secure why it's irrational that machine right. darling is not good for you find another guy <laughs> he's not good for you find <laughs> another who who told you that you have to have that machine there are plenty of other ways. You know, there are plenty of other men in the world. Choose another guy. Choose another one. Who told you? Why do you stick with these machines? Tell me why. They are, they cost. They make a lot of problems. They leave a doubt in the people. They leave a doubt in the people of the whole world. They have been proven to be uh, um, falsifying some pasta, finito. Why do you keep on using them? So unless you face the basics, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the first grade. If I go in first grade, this is what a child of six years old would say. But then when when you they start arguing, uh, they start arguing, you know, because they all want to be philosophical, be normal, be panel panel. <laughs> they try to say bread uh, to the teeth, you know, uh, normal be uh, down to earth. There is a doubt that they can be manipulated. That's not then the system you can use. It's not trustworthy. Find the, the, the ballots. I know there are many made the, the paper ballots with paper that can, has like the, what's it called? You know, the banknotes. Yeah. Make it like the banknotes, you know, they have the, like the little of uh, grain of, you know, in our, the euro, you know, that you cannot forge, you know, we, you have the, yeah. uh, I don't know what's it called in English. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's it. Oh. You're, you're absolutely right. I wrote about this years ago. I was a bank auditor. I went yeah. after, I went into banks five times after, after robberies, not. Hurry, yeah, you wrote that God. in the book. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like, this is insane. This ballots are, they're valuable. We need to treat them like money. We don't just count two and suggest that that uh, two pennies and that teller drawers all, everything reconciles, that's insanity. Them. You have to right. print them like money. Amen. Well, there's so much to talk about here. We gotta have you back soon, Julia, okay. because uh, fantastic news coming out of Italy and can't wait to catch up soon. And, Really appreciate you joining us here. Thank you, Great Joe. insights, as always. <laughs> Thank as you, always. Thank you so much. Ciao. God bless. Happy New God Year. God bless and Happy New Year to everybody. Ciao. Awesome. Thanks.
Thank you so much. Ciao. Ciao. And we'll be back uh, next week on the Joe Hoff Show.